0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Little Empire podcast. We're
1: doing a mini festival with your favorite shows in Auckland, New Zealand on February 25th and 26th.
0: Details and tickets are at littleempirepodcast.com live.
1: Thanks BigPipe.co.nz for sponsoring this episode of The Male Gaze. BigPipe's so dope because they're cheap, they're cheap as chips, their Wi-Fi is super quick, boop, boop, boop. and look, if you don't have a modem, because there's not one lying around the house or whatever, you can buy one off BigPipe for, get this, 99 bucks. Oh, that's so cheap. Is that, what would you call that... Half price? I would call that half price. 50% off, baby! as cheap as chips, a big pile of chips, but Mm. still cheap as chips. Yeah, that would be chips for like a whole community. (laughs) Yeah, but that would be cheap. Yep. (laughs) Thanks, Big Pipe. I'm sorry, Mom. Mom. It's It's not a phase. Sometimes I think maybe we we did such a good job with that theme song that we should just play that on loop and 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 never have to speak. Yeah, and I think people would I think we get more subscribers. Did you notice that today I'm wearing pants and jandals? Yeah, it's such a look. You know when people wear long pants and then jandals. I'm not one of those guys. I remember it once On Sticky TV Which if you're For our international audiences Is a uh, It's one of those like It's an afternoon show For tweens uh, And I remember They once had Oh to be a tween again eh No I loved being a tween They used to do a segment Where they would This is outrageous For a show that is not targeted towards adults They were like Dress yourself For under a hundred dollars And I was like <laughs> I have a hundred dollars But I remember uh, Julia Who used to host it With Sam Wallace Who is currently uh, oh, oh he's not even He, he was, was the weatherman On The Breakfast Show He was um, and like, okay at it. Yeah, definitely doesn't know much about the weather. <laughs> uh, and I remember once Julia, where's she now? Who knows? But she said, jeans and jandals. It's trending. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, I wore it because it's really early this morning and I did forget about this record this morning, which is why my voice is a little bit low and raspy. So I just was like, Pants. Jack I dress myself like I dress you like you dress yourself in an earthquake where you're just like, grab the first thing you can see <laughs> put it on your body How get did, out of the house you've been in a natural desert, uh, an earthquake at night right where you have to yeah, the Wellington one like last year and you ended up going out on the street, so did you have to dress yourself I have this remarkable ability of getting dressed really quickly, like mm. I'll put on a full outfit, new underwear, socks, pants, a shirt, a jacket i'll pack a bag within like seconds it's incredible wow that is a good skill to have but in on any other morning it's like real slow i just like can't get out of bed i keep looking at my phone this it takes me hours to get dressed this morning i was going to be matching i was going to wear my new adidas slides which i love but um they were all like crusted with sand Oh, the- guys the weather's been beautiful in auckland and we've been beaching. so welcome to the male gaze oh yeah and this is The musical-themed episode. We want to talk about musicals. Um, Just like in Grey's Anatomy, there was one musical episode. Where did I go wrong? I lost a friend. Somewhere (laughs) along in the bitterness. (laughs) Yeah, because the... The, if you watch the Grey's Anatomy musical, it featured. Um, I did watch it, um, but I can't remember like the intimate details of it. Well, instead of original songs, like I think the uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical episode, for instance, had original music. The uh oh. the Grey's Anatomy one. Instead, they just sung tracks that had Let's already do been it in the all. Yeah. I don't even know the lyrics. I've done it. my, my own. Um, We (laughs) should be in that (laughs) Uh, But before we tuck into the musical nature of this episode We're going to do the facts of the gay Um, (laughs) I've we're going to re- we're gonna change this up, eh? We're mixing it up. Um, and don't complain about it. We're going to do one fact of the game per episode now. Why? Because we talk too long about it and then we run out of time for the actual episode. Yeah, and we're like 20 minutes in and you guys are listening and you're like, wait a second. I thought this was meant to be the musical episode. <laughs> but instead it's just facts facts, it's facts, facts, facts. And that's not what I set up to this podcast <laughs> for. I want fun. Uh, this guy <laughs> why our- is he listening to this podcast <laughs> um i don't know but shout out to you um joseph um cavalier uh my name's joseph cavalier and- <laughs> <laughs> his, his last name took a turn for me to be it honest it doesn't really match up with his personality <laughs> but at all nor should it like who's to say like his last name should be like stodge you know yeah exactly oh, i don't think i sound like matthewson No, no Uh, And I don't think you sound Oh no, you do sound like a Parker Oh, my name is so boring, eh? No, it's great Parker in Thunderbirds Is um, Lady Penelope's best friend And just like every episode I have not seen anything (laughs) No movies I have no idea what that reference is Cool Well, let's talk about the fact of the game So I googled this morning um, What's that? Um, it's a search engine. Do you I remember, actually remember rem- Bing? <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember being taught what a search engine was. Same. But they're like, Google is where you, t- it's like, it's a website and you type in like what you want to find and it'll show you the things. But I was like, in my mind, like, how do you find Google? You didn't learn Google first though, right? Like I, I remember Yahoo was the second one I le- learned. And the first one I, I used was like dog like snifferdog.com or something. I was probably a late adopter to the internet, and so I Google was certainly the first one I used. Cool. Um, but I remember something like you can click images and then look for images of like, and it was my friend who was like, boobs. Like, like if you want to look at boobs, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, like great porn references. <laughs> that was definitely something we would do like <laughs> when you're like in the computer lab for one day you'd like when someone was away from the computer at the toilet you just google image search penis enter it and, and, oh, y- and you'd be like, like ha ha, it was a prank and yeah. then you'd be like secretly so be like oh, that's what they look like <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I've they- always wanted to know what they that's look like that's what they look like, like. I'm gonna I'm, mine's gonna look like that one day but not, but not right now <laughs> uh, so this morning I searched uh, um, what who what uh, who was the first recorded transgender person Wow. Um, And I don't have a specific answer for you. Yeah, that would be a hard one to lock down, I imagine. Even what I found is like culturally, I found like an ancient part of Indian culture. And I don't know even if this is like definitely the first, um, Mm. but they have a 4,000 year old transgender community uh, in India. Um, They are called uh, Hijra. Uh, and it can be used to describe people who are cross dressers intersex, or transgender women. So it's like a blanket term for all uh wow. all those things. Um they have been seen for many, 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 many years, thousands, in fact, as like a really important part of uh religious life. Um like like directly translated it means like eunuch. Um Right. So a eunuch is like you know, they used to like cut people's balls Balls off with stones and then they would like... He's one in Game of Thrones, right? That guy who's sort of bald and got (laughs) it (laughs) all... He was a bad impression of him. The crazy thing is Game of Thrones is probably the one thing in the entire world that you have seen and I have not watched. That's the um, crossover in the Venn diagram of... (laughs) things we haven't seen I don't <laughs> know things, things Eli hasn't seen things Chris hasn't seen oh, I don't even know what that graph is well that would be I mean that would imply that I have seen everything that you haven't seen probably We there's still I mean there's still a lot for us to watch together uh, yeah there is um, uh, shall I get back to this fact yeah yeah I'm loving it I'd love to plan we need to watch Riverdale though Oh, I love it. is it out today <sighs> um, the second episode is out today have you watched the first episode no no <laughs> No, Why do you, I haven't. Watch the second then. Um, because no, now I can watch two in one go. If you don't know Riverdale's based on the Archie comics and it's made in America by CW and KJ Upper, who's a New Zealand actor. He plays who, Archie. He plays Archie. so we God of Nations. Ne- <laughs> Archie's the lead. Um <laughs> KJ Upper. <laughs> In Riverdale This really is the musical episode <laughs> It really is um, So when you watch If you're an American And you've been watching Riverdale You've been thinking That accent Archie. seems good Yeah that, that accent <laughs> seems really good And uh, By all accounts from what I've heard I He's even, doing a great job Yeah he's so good There's a bit in the uh, There's a really gifable bit In the trailer Where he kind of like Pulls his t-shirt up And shows his abs He's so I mean he's from New Zealand So he feels like family But he's so hot He was born <laughs> In (laughs) (laughs) 1997. The same year Titanic came out. Okay, Hijra. um, Let's get back into it. Um, They uh, take part in a 40-day self-emasculation ritual. Uh, Not all of them, by the way, because some of them are intersex or or, or just cross-dressers. Some of them take part, though, in a 40-day emasculation ritual uh, in the name of the Hindu goddess uh, Bhatracharya Mata. What do you mean by emasculation? Well, they would um, remove... I mean, I don't know exactly if it always can... Uh, like, this ritual always had this, but they would remove the um, penis and testicles. Wow, like a physical emasculation. Physical, but also spiritual, because they were part of um, Cause important religious... I'm sorry, I'm... Burping of a gas. It's <laughs> early in the morning. Yeah, no, I okay, had a that... smoothie I with haven't... banana, avocado, peanut butter, which I think was like too many thick Yeah, things. too many thick things. I needed some... I need some apple or something It just seems so trivial against this emasculation thing that I know I'm like, the problem, I'm like oh my god the problem with deal me with is it. Is, Like what the smoothie <laughs> that I had uh, <laughs> So uh, but so they've been seen as this, this really important part of like religious ceremonies uh, Weddings They live in um, most often in like communes together So there'll be a, a huge group of Hejra people And um, they're separated into kind of like mother-daughter groups oh. uh, Within that But Are they still running today? Yes. Wow. But only in 2014 um, did they did, get Wi Fi. <laughs> 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 You're really belittling the experience a of the Hedger people. Sorry. It's only in 2014 that they were officially recognised wow. as a third gender. Oh right. And that is, even though I said it translates as eunuch, it also has always kind of translated as third gender. Um, oh. it's it's uh, there is female to male transgender in India as well, but this uh, mostly refers to it's so interesting how these indigenous cultures have such a broader way of looking at gender a lot of the time. Yeah. Like even within like Pacific communities and stuff, they'll be like, Oh, are you why are you like so stuck in binaries? We've been like this we've been looking at it this way for many years. It's a beautiful Native American term. Uh for oh, I think people I remember- who have two genders within them and it's called two spirit oh i love that. that beautiful that's beautiful um i definitely feel like i can get in touch with the feminine side of me and the masculine side of me and like over the past like year or so like i feel less and less connected like i didn't certainly feel like i didn't like i definitely like question it all the time now because it's like this is i'm reading so much content that it's like you you're like you're um your gender identity is like a it's like gender is like a construct that like you're mm. like forced to believe that you are the gender that you're assigned with yes and so like I'm like well maybe I should start really questioning it mm. like just so that I'm like sure Yeah, and like I certainly feel like I identify male but there is a side of me that is, feels very feminine and that's like the more strongest like I'm more in tune with that even though I identify male nice but it's kind of like I can understand that sort of two spirit thing hey I was actually reading up um, on out i love this um do you go to out.com i think that's a magazine but they yeah it's a magazine but they've also got like a they've also got a website and probably an app is it out that does they do like like top, they do like a top 100 gays every year they might do that's like an i mean i think that list is very shallow but i also one day maybe i'll be on there there's <laughs> a goal <laughs> well i was just reading and in, in the u.s um the scouts yeah which, which, which one's the u.s US. Just kidding. Uh, we're thinking yeah, about you guys all, all the, time, the time, and we're so sorry. <laughs> we're literally every day. I Pick up my phone. All I'm reading about is American politics, and we're, we're terrified. We're so scared. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, they. Uh, one bit of good news uh, coming out of America at the moment is that um, scouts the kind of scout system over there, which is like, you know, we've got brownies and we've got boy New scouts. Sc- boy yeah, scouts as yeah. well. They've got, it's kind of like great, uh, a great thing for kids to get involved in. That's not like drugs on the street, but often it's brownies is like the girl version of scouts. Just yeah. for anyone that was confused about that term when it was said earlier. Oh yeah. They'd be like, what's brownies? Sounds very racist. <laughs> <segregated>. we've, got, <laughs> we've got boy scouts, girl scouts and brownies. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, Anyway, they have opened up their policy to allow transgender boys. I think that would be M, female yes. to male, um, in their like boys only club, <laughs> um, and they've like re- they're reassessing a lot of their policies at the moment. It's incredible, and it's only in the last few years, right, that they have also a allowed um, uh, leaders. Camp uh, scout leaders who are openly gay, or and even allowed their uh, members, the children, to be o- openly gay. Yeah, it lifted its ban on gay scouts in two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, I remember. Which is wait, so gay scouts? would be like young boys who identify as homosexual. Yeah, and I think because you can you you can be a scout up until you're like sixteen-ish. Right. I think. Oh, okay. So stuff's bubbling up. Yeah. Um. Imagine being. Well, ki- you could be. Ca- imagine R-I-12. being kicked out of scouts because I you just know. discuss- That would. I mean, it's happened. It's most definitely happened. They've also um, gay volunteers and staff are now allowed. Oh um, yeah, since of since two thousand and fifteen. Oh god. Yes, and Girl Scouts organization, which is separate, has a non discriminatory policy on sexual orientations. I mean, obviously, of course, women are just so much better at anything. Although, do you know? I always I remember because I had um, in New Zealand. It's always been. as far as i know girls could always be a scout G- girls can do scouts oh yeah but right. boys cannot do girl guys and i remember feeling i want to sell those bickies mate i know i remember feeling left out because i was like oh, lots of stuff that they do i want to do more than the stuff that. to I'm be honest i would way rather being girl scouts I mean, than be like yeah. and considering what like how i spend my i like learning to like do whatever they do in Girl Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels far more, like, useful than what you... I don't know. What do they do in Girl Scouts? I think a lot of the same Survival stuff. Survival skills and... But also, like... Um, they do a lot of, like, craft projects, I think, as well. Yeah. I remember my sister doing it, and there's a lot of, like, crafty kind of things as well. Yeah, but you still play tug of war. Um, Dynamite. This is the musical episode. I, I'm i glad that we're doing this. I... I've, <laughs> I I remember our friend, our mutual friend, Leon, oh, yeah. um, who I had, he said this to me when I had known him for many years. Uh, he was just like, I can't remember what the conversation was about, but he was like, ah, oh, but you love musicals, eh? And then I was like, I don't, I don't know that I do, or h- how I've expressed this. Cause I don't think I talk about them that often. Right. But then I've since realized when you get me started, <laughs> I could make a whole podcast about it. I, was, like, when I was, like, 18, I was, like, I hate musicals. Same. But, because I was just, like, I thought that was a cool thing to say. And then I realised later on, like, maybe, I'm going to say, like, 20. Yeah. I was, like, oh, wait, I'm singing them all the time. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. But it's, like, when we, like, if I was to write, like, uh not if I, if, like, in, Riverdale, for example, is, mm. like, a classic gay best friend character in it and i feel like part of his profile would be like loves a musical yeah like it's just like part of that really cliche trope of what a gay man is but usually that's like a real like euro like white gay man yeah but like loves yeah loves a musical i i which is also an interesting point of like something like when I think about Moonlight and what Mm. in terms of how it represents gay men specifically like black gay men Mm -hmm. it's like it really broadens this image of like what a homosexual man like is yeah Um, but what we've been like kind of force fed in media a lot is like white gay men you know who I was so interested in is the um, the Friend who he um, meets up with again at the end. Oh, and they, yeah. And they... Um, the chef guy. The chef guy, who at high school, his character is so... He's got such a sheer... Like, socially, he um, blends in with everyone. Yeah. I feel like that I identify very strong with in terms of, like, the role that I played at high school... Right. ...versus what I was hiding. I thought it was such a beautiful... Yeah. ...character, compared to the uh, the lead character who, like, can't hide or work out h- how to hide or or yeah. and, and feels the need to hide his perso- personality as well. His true self. Yeah. Um But Moonlight's not a musical. It is. And no- it should never be one, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless, you know, it oh, started as a wonder. play. Oh yeah, it did start as a play. The other day the news came out that they're making The Devil Wears Prada into a Broadway musical and I squealed. What do you reckon of <laughs> Anne Hath- if Anne Hathaway was in it? Because she... Loves us, loves to sing. She does. She was in Les Mis. She was in Les Mis, and she's a good singer. Yeah, look, Ath- you know what? She's a good actor. Do you like Anne Hathaway? Mm. Um, yeah, yes, I think I do. I think I do. Because a lot of people don't like it. Remember when she was like. <laughs> On her Oscar campaign Which literally felt like She was running for president Yes And she was like It felt like she was achieving The most important thing That had <laughs> ever been achieved By winning a I Best be Actress Oscar The like First woman to get an Oscar It was essentially her campaign yeah. And we are like What are you talking about and Anne Hathaway she, she just made a false Like it was so obvious That she was going to win Like I can't even remember Who else was nominated there. And when yeah. she was holding it And it was like a baby She's like oh my god She I think And she I've read interviews with her And yeah. she's like She felt like she needed To falsify surprise Right so Imagine if she was just like, Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank of you. Of course. Of course. I'm, of course I got that. I'm sucking awesome in this movie. I cut my hair off. I got <laughs> It was done in one shot. But she also, like, if I remember watching her in that stage of her life and it was like, what was the other? She was also making um, The Dark Knight Rise at the same time. Anyway, she was really skinny. Yes. Like she looked like she was at the end of her tether. Yeah. Emotionally. Um speaking of lame matters. Every young man has a story of auditioning for Gavroche. The young boy in Les Mis, have you ever auditioned for no. him? No. Wow. You yeah. would actually be really good at Gavroche. Thank you. I auditioned for Gavroche. Um. He's the little boy that's like a worm could throw a stone a bee could stick oh, there's yeah. a terrible cock in the accent and then spoiler <laughs> alert any words just there? no I want to have a stone <laughs> I am a little cock <laughs> <laughs> anyway he's then like shot at the very you know, and he dies I remember and spoilers, spo- spo- spoilers spoilers spoiling this really old musical that you should definitely have seen by now also it was made into a movie so you've got no excuse yeah I love it when there's also like I'm um, like there's like, lame like, the story. Like, that's not in the musical. That's, like, sometimes you'll be, like, looking through the DVDs, and you're like, "Oh, lame Miz. And it's, like, an animation. You're like, this is not going to be fun. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, I remember auditioning for Gavroche. And I was like, this is mine. This yeah. has got me all over it. I was like, Anne. Uh, I was really channeling Anne. I was like, I, <laughs> I've cut my hair for this role. <laughs> <laughs> and there was this other guy. Who was like, this is the first thing, this is the first time I really was encountering being like a campy little kid. Oh, because yeah. he was like a classic straight boy who was like cute to boot and just kind of like, you know, your typical Gavroche, your little, yeah. you know. And he was a good ish singer. Yeah. Um, I had a more of a boy soprano kind of voice. Cor- I did choral singing. That's um, surprising you, boy soprano, because I know now you've got quite a deep... Deep voice. It really went from one end of the spectrum to the other mm-hmm. really quickly, like over a summer. If only you could duet with your past self. Oh, my God. it would- Oh, I have in my solo show. Yeah. Eli, the people dance. should book tickets to that. Um, it's <laughs> never, not on. It's never <laughs> happening. It's not happening again. <laughs> um, and... Yes, he got the role over me and I was like Oof. devastated. And, and then he kept getting roles over me as well. Like, he did like The Sound of Music, which I auditioned for as well. Oh. Yeah, I was always just missing out because I think, I think it's because I was always like, hi, I'm Chris Parker, like real, like flamboyant. <laughs> I'm Chris Parker, I'm four foot two and I love to act. <laughs> Born to sing and dance. <laughs> I'd love to be Gavroche <laughs> I, now that we're talking about this, I remember feeling a divide being in uh, musicals and plays as a teenager between like being like no I guess internally knowing somewhere that I was gay and then like the straight boys that do musicals yeah there, there is you the, d- they'll always get a rollover yeah even it, you're like this is a new community every drama teacher or director once a straight boy like accidentally accidentally falls into the audition room and they're like oh my goodness I'm gonna raise you up and I'm gonna oh. make you the lead role of this music you're gonna play Joseph in the of Dreamcoat you're just you're fabulous I'm so glad we found you oh I love this British <laughs> <laughs> it's a musical DJ you a real diamond to the rough and then I'm there playing bloody one of Joseph's boring brothers like I'm giving it my all he's like, I just, wanted to be here you're the rough mate you know I wanted to be here um oh did no. you guys do Joseph? nutty Benjamin is gooder than the soap do you know what tree. Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat can burn in, in musical hell, hell. it stinks and I'm sorry for anyone who likes it but you can't
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Andrew Lloyd Webber, you can't write a musical and have one female role in it. That is, well, what? Potiphar's... Wife, It's so shit. Yeah, because the version is... Oh, a woman is often the narrator, right? A woman is often... But it is not... But not always. It's not strictly that way. We had a copy... I mean, I know we're, we're dishing a lot, of, a lot of hate on it, but it was like my family's favourite. We used to have a cassette tape. Mm. The cover... It was like an 80s recording, and the cover was a denim jacket with so lots of colourful patches on it. Sick. And I have always loved... Um, clothes every That's door great. to me. We did Joseph of the Amazing Dream Coat. Mm-hmm. Too long of a title. Joseph's coat. Uh... And high school joseph from the bible (laughs) (laughs) joseph his story his story oh that's another reason to boycott (laughs) that musical if it was called joseph his story oh yeah um anyway we did it and we collaborated with girls high school Mm. and they were like you can't put this on there is only one role for women in this and then our school was like no 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 we're putting in an extra number which you can't do um, because of the rights but they did it anyway and they put it in Aretha Franklin's Respect who sang that like a white girl <laughs> and it was so bad it was like who all
0: I'm asking
1: who is for a little respect just and I remember like being in the chorus and being like just a little bit just a little bit which part did they put that in so it was like we introduced all the brothers and then she came on with like all this like um kind of like white girl angst and was like but it wasn't just the brothers there also was the wives and then she sung the song it was an absolute train wreck can't just put (laughs) well we did mate you can't we bloody did it and I'll tell you what we sold out
0: (laughs) We your sold te- out your five teachers, nights
1: at Christchurch Boys High School. Andrew Lloyd Webber, if you're listening. Oh my God. Um, if you would like to ar- arrest the teachers that made that happen. I've got some news for you about a musical actually. Okay, and, it's really? about, and it's about Andrew Lloyd Webber, who I think writes the dumbest musicals. I don't really like any of his musicals. Very, I mean, they're One classic ones. Cats, so this Phantom is, of the Opera. Phantom's good. This one's about cats. This, this is the news about cats. Did you know they're making a movie? I did. And it's by the guy who directed Les Mis. I think it's Tom Hooper, is that his name? Yes. How are they? I have absolutely no idea. But I think it's the worst idea. But also, I can't wait I to can't see I can't wait it. to see that. We watched Cats uh, together not that long ago. Yeah. It, it was one of those ones that um we... We did make it all It was way the very through. first... <laughs> no. um, It was the very first kind of like musical that I saw filmed. It was on... There's like a film version on TV. Yeah. Uh, and... I was like, wow, this is a Broadway standard. That's why I loved it. Because I was like, the production values on this are brilliant. And some of the cats are quite hot. Um, I auditioned to be in Cats. I think I auditioned to be in Cats. My friend Alice lent me the VHS cassette because she loved it. And I was, and I, um, pretend, (laughs) we talked about cats and I pretended that I'd seen it for a while. And then I had to confess (laughs) that I hadn't seen it because she was going to audition for cats as well. Then she lent me the VHS. Um, and then, uh, that's such a beautiful moment. I was 17 and I remember going to audition for cats, uh, and being so, here's a, Here's a th- I was so nervous that I vomited in the toilet because <gasps> I, had um, I hadn't done much singing in front of people. Oh. And then I sung this song. I can't remember what the, the musical... Scamblesh- oh, my voice is so tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 8 a.m., so apologies Scamblesha- for that. If I had known, I would have done a full vocal warm-up. Shanks, the cat from the railway yeah. tra- That's a good one. People who don't like musicals are like, I'm tuning out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this episode sucks. <laughs> People who do like musicals are like, why are they singing three seconds of all these songs <laughs> so bad? The melodies are wrong. <laughs> um, one of my favorite broad uh, musical stars, who's a bit of who is a is a total gay icon, is yeah. Patti Lapone. Do you know Patti LuPone? Uh A little bit. She's. She's on, is she on Thirty Rock? Uh. Or am I thinking You're of... Think, you might be thinking of Elaine Stritch, but I think yes, Patty Lapone is in 30 Rock. Mm. She is. She's also in... She's uh, she's in Girls, weirdly, as well. Oh, yes, I remember that. I, yes, yeah, Which yeah, I was all like, over it. I think Andrew Reynolds' character has like a... Uh, brush up with Patti Lapone which I was like of course yeah. but she's like so bolshy and feisty she's often like yelling at audience members to turn off their phones during her performances oh, and stuff love that. she's like this is the theatre you do not have your phone on in the theatre it's amazing she's oh. like classic New York kind of broad and she has a feud with Andrew Lloyd Webber because she's like he's sexist I'm pretty sure I remember this from like a documentary or something yeah because she was in Evita and then oh. she's not in it then she like got out of Evita because did he write Evita he wrote Evita as well he, I think he wrote Evita yeah. yeah there aren't many with female leads right I guess Phantom of the Opera kind of does yeah oh. but also that's kind of such a strange storyline eh? because it's a bit of Beauty and the Beast sort of like Stockholm Syndrome of him like captive like like holding her hostage a bit and then forcing yeah. her to fall in love with him. Oh, God, I hate that one. I hate Phantom of the Opera. I'll say it right now. Really? I hate a lot of music. I hate Rent. I hate a lot of the rent Rent's so funny. Remember, oh. There was a high school when we were down. I'm pretty sure this is... I was actually... Well, I read the um title of an article the other day. Yeah. I did so many jumps just then. Um, but didn't read the full article about like censoring musicals in high schools oh yes because Christ College they did do it eh? junior school like third and fourth they foremost, did rent. which is 13 and 14 year olds for international rents, they did rent but they cut out the AIDS <laughs> <laughs> but, there was still the the gay cup there was still, still um, Angel come. the, the, trans, uh, uh, the like, drag queen one and yeah the, yeah But so funny. Oh so bad. It's so 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 funny. Like that is what that's what it's (laughs) about. That's what AIDS is that's what Ren's about. That's what AIDS is about. The musical school's called AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) Um I there's some good music in Rent though. I was talking to Rose a yes. host of um, Bonus of the Heart, another great podcast on the Little Empire Podcast Network. Mm. Uh, a little plug there, and we were singing that we were we just recently did this European trip and we were singing some of the songs from Rent on the trip. It was there, quite confronting. One magic that one that's like, "Take me, baby, yeah, or leave me" with the lesbians, and they take <laughs> me for what I am. Yeah, I love who it. I was meant to be. Do you watch the Tonys? Uh, I watch highlights. Yes, same. Do you I ha- love um Sudden Foster, by the way, talking oh, about Love Sudden Foster. And she's so she's the lead in um Alice Nedden from Bonus of the Hearts is obsessed with this show called oh My God, a massive shout out. Don't listen. I mean, don't, don't listen, listen to it. Because you find out enough about them through this podcast. Yes, you do. You may as well just listen to only this and hear a little bit about them th- in this. So Sutton Foster, who did an incredible performance at the totals of Anything Goes that I've watched many times. She's like um, the breakout. She's like the like big breakout Broadway star of like the past 10 years. She was in um, Shrek the musical. Really? She played Princess Fiona, but she was also in um, Anything Goes. Well, she's got a wonderful, Which, brassy kind of... Patty Lapone did a legendary Tony performance of and then Sutton Foster also did a legendary wow yeah so Sutton Foster is now the lead role in this TV show called Younger where she plays a 40 year old between she's in her 20s to work at an advertising firm and Hillary Duff's in it and I've seen way too much of it because Alice is obsessed with it so every time I get home and go in the lounge it's on there's two topics that come out from this Um, I love one when Broadway stars go onto television yes Um, Kristen Chenoweth Shout out. Oh, God. She is an incredible buff. Like, she's just she's like so funny. N- she's next level. She's crazy. Oh, Sean Hayes. Pushing Daisies. Mm. Uh, Sean Hayes, yeah. Amazing mm. Will and Grace, but also an amazing Broadway star. And mm. then he did Promises, Promises with Christian Chenoweth on Broadway. Whoa. The, just the two of them. Do you know what subgenre of musicals I kind of love? The first musical that we did at, at uh, high school was called Return to the Forbidden Planet, which is uh, The Tempest in Space with songs, with just a collection of songs from the 60s. Like, it's got like the monster mash in it. <laughs> How do they get the rights with us? Actually, we had to take halfway through rehearsals. They had to take the monster mash out because uh, <laughs> of rights. Yeah, because yeah, of rights. But it also has that one that's like Gloria. We did a couple of Christian musicals at my uh, intermediate school when I went to a, um Anglican, like a high Anglican intermediate school for a bit. Yeah, we did Samson and Delilah. Is and a musical about that? It's quite a dark story, isn't or it? Well, like a kids' musical. It was like we did like a pretty. Cheery version of it what, She cuts his hair off And then he loses his he powers He loses his power mm. But I think he may have been the villain And Delilah may have been like the hero Oh yeah In the story And we also did Jonah and the Whale what Which do I don't <clears throat> I played Jonah And I was so nervous at one performance I was actually like throwing up And someone had to pass me Like a bucket to chuck up in While I was on stage I don't want to offend you But I'm looking at you And you do not look like a Jonah <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay. Um, it was pretty campy, to be honest. Nice. But it's because I could smash the Corrie because I was a good dancer. And do these Christian is... musicals have original songs? Or Yeah, they have original songs. I think my one was, I'm on a boat, man, that'll carry me. I feel like, I think it goes like this. And I sung it exactly word for word. For some reason, <laughs> it's still deeply lodged in my brain. Um, so I reckon we should wrap this episode up with a pitch to each other of like, I've noticed a trend of, like, musicals that Mm. use, like, the entire... Music Of a art An artist Yes um, So like Rock of Ages Using all the music From Queen Mamma Mia Using all the music From Abba mm-hmm. So what would be Rock of Ages Does not use all the music From Queen You're thinking of, uh, of- We will rock you oh. <laughs> Rock of Ages Is like Just like a jukebox Of uh, different um, You know power Like like poison and stuff <laughs> They're very similar Musicals <laughs> uh, they're also Very different and, I, and one was made Into a movie And one wasn't So yeah. proof's in the pud Sorry Queen <laughs> You don't cut the mustard mate um what would be your musical what music and what artist music would it involve okay I felt like you need to go first because I haven't thought about it. because I've definitely enough. already got, got an answer so, yeah yeah okay so I was doing a road trip with my friend Eddie mm-hmm. um shout out to Eddie good, good old friend of mine he doesn't have a podcast he doesn't have a podcast <laughs> I'm so sorry he's got a muggle job <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, he's so much richer than us he is he's gonna be far more successful okay yeah. um and we were listening to the, we were listening, oh my God, we were listening to Wham. Yeah. Respect to George Michael. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this entire album, just the Wham album, the white one with like the, is it just called Wham, the album? I don't know. I'm going to bring up the um, playlist, but I reckon it would make, the tracklist, a great musical. Did you know George Michael? Maybe yeah. rest in peace. And I've been reading more and more about him and I ugh, am so inspired by the way he lived his life. He wrote Keeler's Whisper when he was seven Teen. oh my god oh i was not up to anything at that age no i w- i didn't know who i was or where i was vomiting before my audition for cats that's what i was doing um, i didn't even have to write the song i just had to <laughs> sing a song <laughs> um, I mean, pretend i was a cat for five minutes i'm trying to find the track list is it just called wham is just the- is the album just called Wang? the cd discogs this might be it yes this is the album okay great here's some of the songs um Club Tropicana I mean oh, that would be yes. such a great number in the where they actually where the romantic leads obviously two men yeah um, both hot. go to Club Tropicana together that sounds hot um is wait is Jitterbug in their album um I don't know I mean you can you can choose the songs can come from more than one album yeah I'm Your Man is um definitely they're like Romantic, like falling in love song, yeah. Uh, question: Can it have can this musical c- contain also solo George Michael songs? Could it have faith in it? Yes, cool. yeah, yeah, it's got okay. faith in it. Oh, well, book my tickets. Careless Whisper right is in is definitely in there as well. Like, oh, yeah. wouldn't this be a great musical? Chris, someone's got to write it. And if I if someone bloody writes this in a month, you've stolen the idea from this podcast, and i I definitely. Um, deserve like 10% of the rights what is the storyline in three sentences um okay two men fall in love mhm uh, but there's something that pulls them apart yeah then <laughs> they get back together again wow um which is just like the any sort of love story really I think it's like a classic love story but something I guess it needs to be set in like some kind of political climate like maybe it's set in like Trump America but it's like a love story oh and, and a Republican falls in love with a de- Democrat. <laughs> and, like, he has to, like, there's a scene where he like, takes off his red cap and throws it away and sings, like, Faith. <laughs> or yeah, Kettle's yeah, Whisper. F- 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 uh that? Yeah, maybe Kettle's Whisper. He's this, like, really conservative Republican. And then um, he falls, he, like, has eyes for this Democrat. And then he takes, and this Democrat takes him to Club Tropicana, <laughs> where uh-huh. there's just like, all these gay men, but the drinks are free. Mm. Um, and he just has this wild, amazing night and he just like, let's rip. Oh. It's going to be a bit like Guys and Dolls. Yeah. A Guys and Dolls-esque musical. Okay. I've just had my idea. Is it really good? Are you instantly in love with it? Maybe. Are you familiar with the band Aqua? <laughs> Aqua? <laughs> <laughs> you familiar um, with the Danish band Aqua? We're talking... Dr. Jones Aqua. Dr. Jones. Yeah. Barbie girl. Yeah. Um, happy girls and happy boys. Uh, my roses are red. Uh, Candyman. Candyman. Yeah. Um, this so, is, I'm already excited. I've already booked my tickets. So it's kind of like Tim Burton esque, I think. Oh. No. What? Is Johnny Depp in it? I'm Johnny not Depp going. is not in it. No, 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 no. no. Johnny Depp is. Out of this I literally Was off the idea As soon as he said When anything is Tim Burton-esque I'm like It's like a second-hand Watery version of Tim Burton No What I mean is It's got like Big beautiful sets But we're also okay. going through Like quite a few different worlds Okay It's dark and twisted A dark and twisted fantasy I feel fantasy. like it's like about um, Two young kids Yeah Whose parents are getting a divorce and they Ugh. go to sleep and get trapped in this nightmare where they go through a whole bunch of different worlds. <laughs> Including a Barbie lad. Including where they have to experience being a toy. Yeah. Barbie girl. Yes. <laughs> Their lives are put into jeopardy. Cue Dr. Jones. Cue <laughs> Dr. Jones. He, came, he brings them back to humans because <laughs> they've been stuck as Barbie dolls. And they go to space and they sing the single from the second album about, about space. Um, oh my God. Oh no is Turn Back Time in is an Aqua song if only I could turn back time that's clearly your big number mate <gasps> huge that's number that's the uh, cause oh, it's new- when the the daughter gets separated from her brother yeah and she and in fact she calls she's like mate it's about the. she wants her parents to get back you said it was about a divorce it's about the heart of the problem she wants her parents to be back together no but I think also no Chris this (laughs) is my pitch it's like she they end up in such a tough fight that they also end up like separating themselves in this nightmare world that they're trapped in and then she wants to repair that and then it's like before you can even get the parents they need to repair themselves so then there would be a reprise Yes, yes. Um, (laughs) Yes, yes, obviously. Obviously, obviously. There's there's a divorce lawyer who's kind of, uh, he exists in the real world landscape and then in the nightmare land, he is, oh my love, you are my candy man and oh my love. Does someone fall in love with him? Um, The little girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess I've talked myself into that. And then at the end they sing happy boys and happy girls. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're all happy. Because <laughs> their friends get back together. Oh. I mean, yours is so much better than mine. <laughs> to be honest, there's a couple of numbers in Aqua the musical that I think would sell the tickets, would sell the season out. Um, but I think there's a, lot, a little bit more depth in, in the way of, in the musical. There's, there's a, we need to... Re- I need to spend some time workshopping this. Do you know what's crazy? I looked through my Spotify artists and I saw Michael Jackson and I thought, why isn't there a music Cool with Michael Jackson. And then I started brainstorming that and then just before I spoke I was like, Oh or Aqua (laughs) Aqua. (laughs) There should be I mean there's Michael Jackson like inspired like Oh no, there's not even that. It's Michael Jackson experiences like the Thriller thing and stuff. It's like yeah. there's lots of like Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson things. But imagine like a huge opening number to um like Don't Stop Stop Till You Get Enough or something. Like oh, that. A huge please! Number. My the only Michael Jackson song that I've got on my Spotify weirdly is Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson's Scream. Oh, that's
0: Or a Britney Spears
1: musical would be really really good. Oh damn yeah! Oh, and every time would be such a huge number. Yeah. Um, do you remember every time you no, go, you're don't. looking at me? I said, yeah, and then my like my eyes <laughs> blanked over. It's like the slow piano one where she, it was kind of implied that she kills herself in the bathroom <gasps> video. Jesus. It's really dark. It's like she's being papped, and then she like, go, oh, and then it's really dark. Oh, no. you know beautiful who, song. Juno's definitely going to make their own musical. Who? Gaga. Oh. She will 100%. Start commissioning a Gaga musical. Zero tickets, please. Oh, Although, I would 100% no. go. Do you know what song I love? Telephone. Yeah, that'd be oh, great. Paparazzi huge. would be a huge hit. Love Paparazzi. So for someone you who You and just, I? So oh. great. For someone who's just been ugh, you're already very excited. <laughs> There's so much. I'm excited for like- Poker face? Four. I'm excited for like five of the songs, which is more than enough <laughs> to see the musical. If Gaga wrote the musical, I think it would definitely be about like, I definitely think it would have some sort of like- you know like pride element to it I think it would be like a girl who's an alien (laughs) coming out of an egg and like but it's a metaphor for like we're all monsters or little monsters or whatever all million reasons would be a big yeah also there's a bit of the new album in there too yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, a little bit Joanne maybe she will write Joanne the musical Joanne (laughs) Joanne the musical Joanne Joanne (laughs) two tickets to Joanne the musical oh am Joanne (laughs) Oh. We could talk about musicals till the cows come home, but um, they're actually already home. There's a there's hundred cows outside, and they, they aren't going to milk themselves. No, we need to get out there, and um, we need to milk them, because that's... For, for uh, those who don't know, we're actually... Uh, Elon and I are on a farm at the moment. The th- crazy thing about New Zealand is that all New Zealanders are farmers. We all work for Fonterra. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just milk cows we, all day. We have a milk quota. Yeah. And if we don't meet that milk quota... Uh, we get, a, we lose a finger. Here's the thing: I've got ten friends. Six of them are cows. Three of them <laughs> are sheep. One of them's Chris, and one of them's me. It's, just, it's a lonely world we are in uh, New Zealand, but at least our president or leader of our country isn't Trump. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. We kind of like avoided the issue about that like today, but we'll get into it like in, in a future podcast. Maybe we should get like an American expert on it. Well, at the moment, they're, they're kind of like teasing a possible like a, they might be like um, repealing a like the anti discrimination act. Oh, no. Like you might be able to discriminate. It's they they call it the Religious Freedom Act. Was this the? Um, oh, it's like if you. was if this you, that last executive order that um, Obama passed about uh, like trans rights and um and yeah yeah? It's like you can't um at the moment. It's like you can't refuse to serve serve someone based on their sexual orientation or gender identity. Oh my god! And the the Trump administration is looking, looking at repealing that because like let's just go back. Fuck, we should not even open that can of worms, but we did. What a happy podcast. It was so good, um, and just till the last 10 seconds, but um, that's just the way this cookie crumbles. We've got to get back to the farm now. What's one musical song that you didn't mention that you would like to give one quick shout out to? Um, It would definitely be... um, uh, got why her name has just passed me now, but it's a Tony performance. I am mm. telling you, and I am telling you. Oh yes, sung by Jennifer Hudson. Nope, the original. Oh yes, who um was going to perform at Trump inauguration and then she realized she shouldn't. Why have we forgotten her name? Why have we got back on Trump? Hey Siri, who? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a shout out to Rick Moranis as Seymour in Little Shop. Ah, uh, great performance. Suddenly Seymour. I actually really love um that music that's so great that's a really good also Rocky Horror is a tight musical the songs are dope Dope. and written by a New Zealander yeah thank you to Big Pipe for sponsoring this podcast we really like you the fees are so low oh my god my voice is so tired (laughs) <laughs> modems for $99 that is a half price go to bigpipe.com darling thanks, thanks you, you. <laughs> oh, it was going so what, well was, to that last was, note was, I was like, I this imagine, is magic. We've got to get to the cows. I can imagine everyone listening to that being like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. their faces are scrunching up. <laughs> sorry if you got headphones in. We're gonna get some cows. What a great idea to a musical episode at 8 a.m. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry mom. I'm
0: sorry, Mom, it's not a face. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're in New Zealand, come join us for the Little Empire Mini Festival on February 25th and 26th in Auckland. All your favourite shows will be there,
1: including The Worst Idea of All Time, The Male Gaze, The Walkout Boys, and Bonus of the Heart.
0: Details and tickets at littleempirepodcast.com slash live.